Hi guys, welcome back to Pixelated Talk. And I'm your host, Herman. And today we have a very special guest here from both way more experienced than me on this online scene, this social media scene. Of course, we have Ivo here. Hi, welcome, Ivo. Hello. Hi. Nice. So, of course, before we get anything, get the ball rolling, can you introduce yourself to those people listening right now? So, my name is Ivo, and I'm a content creator for TikTok and a little bit of YouTube for a year now. And before that, I did my law, I studied law, and I also run a online business with my partner called Higer. Yeah. I, before we get anything, because you have so many jobs, right? How do you manage three jobs? That, that's one of the most intriguing things I want to know so far. I, oh, okay. Uh, apparently, I, I am quitting one of my jobs now in, in a month time. So, so uh, the first, the first full-time day job that I did before the whole TikTok content creating took off was uh, a video producer at a skin center. And then now, uh, like that was like two or three things going on at the same time, like my high girl business. And then I was like still creating my personal brand, TikTok. Yeah, so it's just like a lot of lack of sleep and pro- <laughs> a lot of like sacrificing on socializing with my friends. Friends, like spending time with friends and stuff, yeah. I think for right now, right? your higher business like say link bum and stuff it get it got pretty popular right like it got a huge following and some of quite a good number of my friends own those tinted lip balms oh really yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, what does it feel like you know like opening this market relatively as a relatively new content creator opening a business was it hard right to get the, get started and stuff like models managing managing the finances and everything yeah, I would say I, uh, the reason why Haiga got all these followings is not because of my personal branding. It's like they don't they didn't know like we are actually correlated or anything. But it's just like um, because I also have a business partner and he is really good at managing all this operating stuff. Uh, I feel like doing this whole business alone is going to be really hard as well. So make sure you get right, find the right partner to execute like, you know, on the same path to do the work. Does that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> that answers my question. And of course, I think in one of your YouTube, YouTube videos, you mentioned that impact social media like TikTok plays a big, huge part of how business, how to run business nowadays. And do you think that the way the Higer really came out is through social media and through TikTok and many other various streams? Yes, um, because it's an online business and so creating content is part of your assets right now that you need to invest your time in. Uh, so we tried Instagram, but it didn't really work because like the algorithm is pretty bad for small businesses. So we just started doing videos on TikTok. Yeah, we, we, we tried doing TikToks uh, before that, before the whole viral thing until we started doing like consistently posting daily and following all the following all the the brands from overseas yeah so we're slowly like taking off taking inspiration from other international brands do you think this is actually one of the biggest advantage right having like this online business that you can connect with collaborate internationally since you don't need to meet in the office and stuff just through a video call and stuff do you think that is like yeah. a, a huge part of it uh 
you mean like having remote stuff? Yeah, having remote stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we also have a customer service who handles our messages from Instagram and comments and everything, Shopee. Uh, yeah, I've never met her before, even though we've worked for more than a year now. She lives in Klang for some reason. Yeah, so I think it's, it's good because we just have to understand like which employee is suitable for this kind because not everyone wants to go out like they like to stay at home the kind so if you are forced to come out and do a content creating it will be different so you need to understand everyone's strength and weaknesses of your employees yeah you consider this as a, still your passion right of running this business as well as doing tiktok like almost i think almost every day would this still be your passion for the next let's say one year two years I would say yeah, because I feel like videos, uh, contents on these platforms are just starting. So yeah, like it, it happens to all the social media platforms 10 years ago because people were not believing in YouTube and stuff. But look at PewDiePie right now, like he's living in a big house and all those. Like we just have to trust, like we're moving into a big revolution. We're changing into a video, digital media, metaverse, and all those. So I feel like we're, we're, we're just starting. Like, it's not going to end soon. Like, the passion is still there. <laughs> do, you, do you think this passion also keeps you going, right? Before you go quit one of your jobs, do you think this passion keeps you going, like, all those sleepless nights keep going? Like, I'm, it's going to get better. It's going to get better from here onwards. Was that, like, your main motivation as well? Motivation, I think, comes from the people who, who comments, like, good stuff about, oh, I love your videos, like, I like your lip balms and all those, like, you know, please don't stop making the lip balms. So these kind of things just make me, like, uh, keep moving instead of, like, oh, I want to create a video. It's more like the people that I sort of accidentally inspired. <laughs> yeah. How about, like, those people, like, of course, you say, they say things online, right? How about in-person? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you got into, like, fans that make you want to take photos. Do you wish one? Yeah. Um, sorry? Yeah, sorry, sorry, what? <laughs> So to wait, yeah, for people to meet you in person, right? And to actually have a conversation with you, do you think that gives you like maybe some other ideas from them that you can take for that feedback and bring it back to the community that buys your products? Uh definitely because uh when we did a pop-up store in Kodai and we met a lot of the customers who have used our lip balms and telling us that oh really like your lip balms and we actually took some feedbacks on it and work on it like uh like the the packaging and everything the smell that oh okay, you should come up with a new color and okay we'll, we'll work on it like next in the next batch and all those yeah it's just fun to meet them in person so I think online business you have to set up like a uh, uh, physical store in one you know and at some point because at the end of the day it's also like the businesses who are closer to customers is going to win yeah <laughs> I, I think you we before that we, we consider yourself as an influencer right now uh, content creator sounds better influencers like what it's very hard to influence people right now because they have their own minds of their own. Okay, great. So what is the biggest misconception, right, of a content creator? Like one thing that you like that, hate, hate the most that people think about your... Oh my God, legit. I was just 
uh, about to film a video because like some random comments uh, in my recent video saying that, oh, you know, it's so, so fun to be a con uh, influencer with a pretty face that you get to sponsor here and there. I'm like, hello, I've been posting it like constantly for a year and nobody sees that. And I only getting sponsors like a few months ago. So I was like forking out my own money just to create all the contents because my content is more like, you know, I have to go out. It's very tiring. It's not like random girls posting third step at home, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's hard. So a lot of people don't see like the behind the scenes of that, like constantly editing videos. Like my phone is almost full out of storage now. 250 gigs of videos. Uh, so you so need multiple phones right now, basically, just to keep it running. I have to delete, uh, delete and uh, just like buy iCloud storage. That's, that's an investment. Will you consider that long term investment though? Because you pay like, every month. Uh, uh, that's that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to move on to the next question. It's a bit more on your, like, your past, so what you studied, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, from your videos, we can see that you chose law like, partly because of like, you know, Asian society, this engineering doctor stuff. How much did this impact you Unt until now? Mm. Wait, sorry, uh, what was the question? The LT or past by itself? Yeah, like, okay, like, how much did taking law impact you until not right now? Oh, uh, I mean, impact the, the whatever that I'm doing right now? Yeah. Oh. Uh... I think law degree per se, no. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it, uh, it did help a bit on like reading contracts and agreements like NDAs with the supplier and stuff. But the most impactful thing that I've ever learned from the law journey was uh, the bar school where I took on the advocacy class and all those things. So it made me more... Uh, gave me the confidence to like do public speaking because I was not the kind of person I, I cannot like talk that smoothly in front of a camera so thanks to that because if I didn't go to law school and the bar school I don't think I, I have the confidence to talk like that in front of public in front of camera so I think everything is like connecting to the dots to whatever what I'm achieving right now so you can say it's also like it's like fated right that although you uh -huh, want to law yeah. and then you suddenly I'm, I'm on social media and you know talking to so many people yeah and then you have to like trust your guts a bit <laughs> have you ever thought like because i think right now you have 250k followers on tiktok i think if i mm -hmm. if i yeah. remember correctly give or take have you ever imagined every single one of those followers in the stadium right and how many people how many people are actually there and you will overfill the stadium oh that's so weird <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like like all the, the followers is like usually it's only ten percent of your followers who would like the video. And yeah, I mean like TikTok is such a weird place because like even people who don't follow you would also yeah. Okay, what am I talking about? But yeah, so like yeah, it, it is definitely weirder in person when they come up with like, oh you're the TikTok girl, right? Yeah, 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 that's the thing. But you think about it, although it's 10%, right? 10% is 25,000 people, which will also fill up at least half of the stadium. Right. I don't know how big the stage is. Okay. I think it's really crazy. Sounds, sounds crazy when you put it like that. <laughs> but 
if I was to like speak in the name of that many people, right? Will you be able to do it? Since you said that you no, a lot help you boost your confidence, right? Do you think that it will actually allow you to speak in front of so many people? Oh, I don't think so. Because I, I'm afraid of like looking at instant reaction because like I you know I tried I, a few weeks ago I went to an event like where I had to talk in like in the event was in Sunray Pyramid and the, the MC hand, handed me like the, the the mic to talk about my skin problems and all those like so weird there was like three fours of people watching me talking about all those things it's so much different when I talk in front of camera like you can directly see or oh, like this guy seems like he's not interesting uh, interested in what I'm talking about so like just yeah like diminish your confidence when you talk so I just don't like I still don't prefer talking in public like that so I'm not yeah I'm still an introvert <laughs> so the breath so the pressure do get still get you at this point right yeah maybe you- 30 years <laughs> old I'll probably not give a fuck anymore <laughs> okay do you do you think that over time, right, you slowly get you become more confident in public, like start to talk more, all those stuff. Yeah. So, so do you think that would be like a part of this like social media thing that because if you heard we, about Will Smith recently, the slapping thing, and a lot of those memes, they said that being an influencer is about like being able to become more public about your life. Do you think that it will affect you in the near future? Uh, yes, definitely, because um, I realized that a lot of like, young people, like the, some of the audience, like they sort of take con- content creators for granted, thinking that, oh, they always have good days, like they're always in a good mood. So whenever I come out to them, they're going to expect like a happy, a very exciting mood instead of like, you know, like they expect us to act in front of camera like that. But sometimes I just like, look, you know, I, I was in a bad mood and something, and then some random guy like, came up, oh, can I take a picture with you? Like, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't put makeup on, so I, I felt like I was not confident in any sense. I don't want to talk to any people, but just feel like, yeah, okay. But if you don't take photos with them, like, they would probably like post it on Twitter saying, oh, this girl so like, like, let's see, you know. Yeah, so definitely something that you need to consider, but also like a small sacrifice you have to think about when it comes to um, working for your passion. So I think it's okay. It's still better than nine to five job. <laughs> Do you think that starting the process of starting off right on social media before getting like viral, so-called viral, how hard is it to maintain? your job, your passion, and your future at the same time? Um, when I started my passion thing, uh, I, I didn't even think about future because like we, we don't know how future is going to be. But I think, thank God, I chose a full-time job that is able to give me flexibility to do whatever I want. Like The time is quite flexible. It's not like a fixed nine to five job but even though when I was doing my pupil stuff I was still doing some uh, YouTube where I like I was still doing law stuff two years ago before the pandemic and uh, 
uh, I still have to tell myself that I have to create content, I have to like keep posting and editing. Like you just have to have the fire after you get uh get off the work and then edit the videos. It's it's just crazy. Like I don't know how I managed to pull it through, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's what about having the fire in you, right? Was there any period of time where like okay, I'm really burnt out. I'm I'm done with this, and just to come back with positive comments to really bring the fire back up in you. How do you encounter with burnout and how do you solve this problem? Like in your own personal opinion. Uh, I would say because every content creators at some point they will have to film something that they don't really like but it's only for the audience purpose. Like for some reason, like for example, like I have this like three um, contents category that I always look up to um, my so whenever I film a content I want to film something that uh, am I filming something that I like or the audience would like to see or the general audience would like to see because there are niche audience general audience niche audience what my usually uh, what my profile like, like all, all my followers and then because in order to reach a wider audience to grow more followers you need to get the general audience, which is they, they, they might not following following you already. So you need to like touch these three points in your content creation life. So you can't just focusing more on all the general audience, but then you you'll be for, forgetting your own followers, what they initially follow you for. But you also cannot forget like what the, the contents that you want to create, like like you will probably burn out at the same time. Like for example, my content, like to be really honest, like uh, I don't know how my food food contents are slowly catering to like halal audience, but I like eating non-halal stuff too. But I still need to like measure. That's why that's what I'm talking about. Like the general audience like to see halal food, but I still want to do some non-halal food because I like to eat that kind of thing so for my own personal interest that keeps me going for in the long run you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a long ass <laughs> it's, it's pretty complete right that one bite free it's quite complete and do you think that actually describes a lot of other like small content creators that are starting to grow you feel like they also feel the same way Eh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let, let, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Um, let me rephrase. Okay. So, do you think that all these my small to medium influencers are suffering from the same thing? Figuring out do they want to show what the general audience want or either what they like? Do you think it's like a balanced thing, or do you think it's a balanced thing? I think to be very honest, like what I did in mistake in the beginning is uh, two years ago, I kept doing contests that I like. So the focus is all on me. And the audience did not even like it when I'm not a famous person. So they don't want to know what my, how my life's going, like the vlog, the daily vlogs, like who the hell cares about you when you're not famous, right? So that's one other thing I, I think about. Like when you're small and you're trying to build something, you have to come up with something that, gives value 
uh, in your content for the general audience, you get your followers and then you just put your own personality, like a little bit of your personal twist to it. So people would remember you whenever they see this, the same information, you know, like I was mm. saying like, uh, five things that you should know about iPhone, whatever. So, I mean, everyone is doing this whole thing, this iPhone videos, but you, maybe you can try to put it in your own way. Like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's how I did it. Like, so I did like a, my own tagline thing. So people would remember my tagline or something. <laughs> I would say like, if you don't know, yeah. Sorry, sorry yeah, please yeah. If you don't know your niche, I, I think just keep trying different area until you know, oh, this is what the general audience like. And then I'll just quite build into niche following. And then my friends just like try to suit all the triangles inside. So you feel like it's like getting people to know like this is my content, right? This now my style making stuff. This is my con my way of making content. It will show you something different, right? Would you consider that? Wait, what is the question? Like, I think like this is my style of content. And I think and you believe that this is what the general audience want. Will you think uh... it's the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had a conversation with my brother the other day. He said, you know, I, I just want to start making contests, but I just don't want to create. And then I said, like, oh, since you like anime so much, like, you think that you can talk about, I don't know, how to start drawing all those, like, the anime. I watched them, like, the anime cartoons and stuff. And he said, like, there's so many people doing anime cartoons already. You think they will watch me? Then I was like, uh, it's different when you, you, um, you know, like, as long as you put out a contest that's interesting, it, that you really like, and consistently, I don't, I don't think anyone minds, like, something, like, similar content, but with your own twist. Does that, does that answer yeah. your question? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> so, for, for you right now, so oh, you're... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Huh? Can you do... Okay. Yeah. So, so do you think your way of making things unique is like getting your niche, like getting, getting your main audience to be like, yeah, this is me, kind of the thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what's your inspiration? Like your inspiration since, maybe since I saw your YouTube video that you wanted to do music production? Yeah, so, yeah. I wanted to do, it's just... <laughs> No time to learn now. But do you think you do it in the future though? Yeah, I, I want to. But after like um, knowing some friends who's in the music industry, I feel like it's really hard to do it without a music label. So <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, okay. My passion is still like video creating rather than music. It takes a long time. I see, I see. So actually, I got one last question for you, right? It's more on like advice rather than question. It's like, what would you tell those people out there that like wants to pursue your path of creating different types of content, but to know where to start from and how, and your advice on how to grow? Um, I mean, grow on content creating part or business? Personally, as well as in grow on social following and stuff. Uh, mm, I would say like I recently just found out Instagram favors new account so 
not famous in the sense that um, they would only push your contents if you have, if your current followers liked it. So, because I've been using my Instagram since like after, after I graduated from high school. So all the people that follow me before this is like, they, don't, they are not interested in my profile anymore. So I feel like if you want to start a new niche or a new type of content for Instagram, you can start a new new account. So you, you know, like you gain followers who are interested in content, who would react and you get more engagement. Yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm thinking I should like start a new uh, Instagram as well. So you need to understand the algorithms for different platforms because you can't just say like, oh, I want to do YouTube videos and then just cut to different because like the trend and the punchline of the jokes, the humors are so different. Like TikTok, I mean, TikTok are, I mean, slowly uh, getting copied by Instagram. So I think you can just sing to them. But yeah, if you want to grow following, just try out different things to find out your niche, get a niche first and then post consistently. And then all the contents have to be valuable information. You cannot start with contents that you like. At least for me, like, like you need to be really honest with yourself. Like, are you <laughs> like 10 out of 10 looking? Yeah, because I thought like, I, I had the privilege, pre pretty privilege uh, to post anything I like on anything, but uh, it's a bit hard. You have to grind, provide valuable information. <laughs> I think that is very, I think that's a good way to end the show, right? Do you have anything else to say? Just anything? Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, I feel like everyone should try new things every day and then get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> I think great. I think that's great. So I, for those listening out there, and that's the end for today's show. Of course, big thank you for Ivor to take your time out of your schedule to be here. And of thank course, you very thanks for being here. And we are now available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure streamers there. Uh, yep. Look so, at you. <laughs> Good job. I mean, it's trying, I'm trying to go somewhere a bit, a bit. And yes. So and you should also yeah. on TikTok also if you want. Maybe one, one day I'll try. Like, one, day, one day I'll try. Yeah. Like vertical. And, mm. Okay, great. So that's all this show. Thank you everyone for listening. Have a great day, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to. Have a great day and bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. <laughs> that's awesome, man.